The way to get rid of tension is to do just the opposite of all the things that cause it. Welcome to episode three of the Babble Rhythm. This is the third. The Babble Rhythm the third. Yeah, Babble the third. Um, random topic generator. Lee and I are going to attempt to give our wonderfully insightful knowledge on a bunch of topics that we have absolutely no idea what they are. Yes. Are it, you ready for me to press the button? I think so. Okay, here we go. So, a random noise for a random topic generator. Oh, uh, yeah, we go. <laughs> I never know what to expect, but I never expect what it is either, so it's great. Okay, Keep what's us on our toes. What's, what's come out first? So, well, we'll do the, we'll do the eight topics are rugby, movie theatres, tobacco, fishing, ostriches, newspapers, carousels, banana. Okay. There's a mixed bag. So, topic number yeah. one is rugby. Now, if I'm not mistaken... I'm pretty sure we've covered rugby. We've talked about rugby on a on the, a previous Babel Rhythm. Pretty sure that's come up before. So, as so, banana. And this is... But this is a see. This is a good learning curve because it means that we have one of two options, and listeners can be involved and they can see how um, spontaneous the babble rhythm is. I can either hit the babble rhythm one more time, or the six topics that we haven't spoken about can be the focus of this episode of the babble rhythm. Hmm. I would like to hit it again and see what we get. Do a re-roll. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Now I wonder if it will be the same sound. Let's find out. I'm pressing the babble rhythm. That wasn't the same sound. Definitely not the same it sound. It wasn't, was it? <laughs> so, this is this is exciting because this is real new territory for both of us <laughs> listeners. Um, the eight topics that the Babel Rhythm has given us this time is boxing, airports, sports, mummies, pilots, coins, women in the army, and donkeys. Now that sounds a lot more like something we should be talking about. So let's... let's so the first topic one. is boxing. Boxing. Uh, boxing to me is fine. I have no problem with it. If you decide to smack the crap out of each other for sport fairly, then crack on. Whatever. I have an Absolutely. issue with boxing though when people who clearly cool. cannot box or formerly impressive boxers decide that they want to keep going and keep milking it for as much money as they possibly can when clearly they are rubbish people like David Hay mm. 
I see no point in David Hay continuously saying, I'm going to come back and have a fight and beat this guy, and then every time he goes out to like a chipped tooth or a stubbed toe or something. It's just... Make it stop. I mean, it's funny because I'm always really surprised as to how popular boxing is when there's a big fight and how no one ever talks about it any other time. Yeah, exactly. As like, as it's the amount big... of people that say to me, like, oh, you're going to watch this fight? It's like, well... No, I've not really watched any of the other <laughs> fights. I'm not exactly, really interested yeah. in the, you know, in that one. But I do think that we are missing those kind of old extravagant boxers. I mean, the three that come to mind straight away: George Foreman at his grill. I mean, the dude named all of his kids George Foreman. <laughs> yeah, that's how Frank Bruno. <laughs> yeah. Just going around smoking cigars, being in pantos, and to me, <laughs> the completing the crazy boxing trifecta, Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank is an anomaly. Well, he is because he's like an, a sort of 1800s gent boxer. Yes. But, you know, the, the new young boxers, it's all kind of. Uh, where's the eccentricity gone from boxing? Yeah, I want to see like old timey boxers with big moustaches. That's what I want to see. <laughs> with the old school stance as well of the you know the backwards knuckles. Like, come on, have put him up, put him up, put him up, put him up. <laughs> yeah, that's if boxing was like that, then I would watch it religiously. <laughs> like the the cow duster pants that stopped halfway down the shin with hobnail boots. Come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those kind of like old fashioned, old timey weightlifters who are always bald <laughs> and wearing some kind of animal skin you know like overalls <laughs> yeah that would be yeah if boxing was more like that or yeah, me, yeah. if you added in like a different sort of setting so it's boxing but instead of the just the normal kind of trappings of boxing you're boxing on a travelator <laughs> just to add to like then yeah then I then I think it's more intriguing if you ask me <laughs> The ref just gets a little. Do you remember when the Do you remember when the WWF did uh, try to do wrestling and um, American football? Yeah, what was that called? It was the XFL. That's right. That's right. It was all like um, yeah. It was the same sort of like showiness with the, the the girls and stuff as well. If I remember right, there was a lot of females. Yeah, it was the kind of t- the, the typical sort of sexism and chauvinism you'd expect from yeah. the WWE franchise. <laughs> exactly. um, just with a, throwing a football around. And I think there should be more crossover sports being made like that. And I think Travelator <laughs> Boxing is at the very top of that list. <laughs> that, uh, that would definitely be on mine as well. That sounds great. Maybe so of, um... the second topic... Oh, go on. <laughs> no, no, you go. No, sorry, I cut you off. No, it's okay. I was just going to say something stupid anyway, so just move on. Well, obviously I want you to say something <laughs> stupid, don't I? Do you not know me at all, sir? I was going to say something stupid like like horseback arm wrestling would be fantastic. Oh, that would be amazing, because you'd have to keep them really close together. So you'd have one hand on the reins and one hand trying to beat the other person next to you. I just think that would be epic. Oh, that is absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, we need to come up with some more of them, don't we? That's a good idea. That's for another show. Next one. Yeah. Um, airports. <sighs> Do not now, get me started. 
with airports? No. So, listeners, I'm going to give you a bit of context. So, you will notice probably again um, that we sound slightly different than usual. Yes. And we found it quite difficult to end up in the same place, haven't we? We have. Because of various life's getting in the way. Uh, um, but the main reason... Things. Yeah, so the main reason is um, Lee and his wonderful wife um, have just gotten back from a lovely trip to Holland. Yeah, it was wonderful, it was great. Um, except for coming back, which fits in nicely with our topic of the airport, because they've lost Go my on. luggage. Yeah. <sighs> So I get on a plane, I come home, I stand at the travelator thing waiting for my bag. And you know it's always a wait anyway. You're like, oh, come on, where's my bag? I just want my bag. Get my bag, come out of that little hole, the little hatch of, of joy as it places itself onto the travelator in front of you. But mine never came out, and neither did a few other people's. And we found out that they decided to stay in Amsterdam without us and have an extra couple of days. So that was fun. Yeah, that's nice. It's always good fun. Wouldn't mind, but I checked in like four hours early. I mean, why do you have to check in so early as well? It'd be good if there was something to do in an airport that didn't cost you a kidney. Yeah, I mean, also, and again to add some context, tomorrow I am flying to the much less glamorous Glasgow, back to back to the homeland, um, <laughs> and like, yeah, it's that kind of well, we're gonna go there and we're gonna check in. So we're only taking hand luggage. We're only going for four days, hmm. and then. Just what? Just go to a Weatherspoons, <laughs> like <laughs> where everything costs a little really bit more dull. than extra. Yeah, great. Yeah, and it, yeah, I, I think when when we were flying back from Sweden, um, our lander airport in Stockholm is um, is really small, um, and you kind of look around, and I just find my experiences in in more recent years of airports is they're just such a kind of weird. I imagine an airport is what purgatory is like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, there's nothing to do. Everybody either waited to go somewhere better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, airports are purgatory. Next topic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, sports. Um, yeah, they exist. They're things. You can do them if you want. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, immediately I started thinking about Sports Day when I was a kid. Oh, that was always fun. Although I don't know why the Egg and Spoon hasn't gone Olympic yet. I know. See, again, that's one of the, that is a sport that I would follow. I mean, what about the Olympic dad's race? So get Usain yeah, Bolt, nah, yeah. but get his dad in. <laughs> yeah, and, and they have to against... tie their leg together in a sack <laughs> and jump. <laughs> Like I've never thought about how weird those games actually are. They are very strange. It's like you look at a genius. Like who was game. the first person? Lob a beanbag. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it. kind of like cornhole, but not quite. <laughs> it's like egg and spoon race. Put an egg on a spoon and run as fast as you can without dropping the egg. Wasn't there one where Tie, you had to you know, dress up someone else as like a farmer or something and then run them to the other end of a course it was almost like a beep test but you had to dress a human as well i mean yeah is there like an official like guidelines as to what constitutes a school sports day is there a sports day federation that go around checking sports days are in line with 
rules and regulations. <laughs> That's what I need to know. Yeah, is there like a kind of like are we have we all our lives when we've grown up just doing like bootleg sports days that like they don't <laughs> comply with the regulations? <laughs> Flying under the unofficial. Radar to make sure we don't get rused by the uh, the officials. So there you go. Well, I sports. think raises for, more questions for, than for the next episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely it does. And for the next episode, I think we should try and find out and have an update on uh, the regulatory body of sports days. Yes, definitely. So topic number four is mummies. Now, not the people who give birth to us, but the things that are wrapped up and put into a sarcophagus. That's correct. Um, is that... Okay, that, that, is, that is correct. You are, you are right. Uh, yeah, e- Egyptian... Uh, burial uh, sort of routines and rituals I suppose um, not something that's carried on today don't know why I didn't catch on I mean straight away I just thought to myself what happened to Brendan Fraser uh, yes of course Hollywood forgot him unfairly I feel I do too because that when that mummy film came out oh, that was a that was a big burner that was, that was, they were a great series of films until Rachel Wise left, and then it all went downhill. Which, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> she's uh, she's an interesting lady. Um, <clears throat> they did try to reboot it recently. With... <clears throat> they did try to um, reboot it recently, didn't they, with uh, Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. It was basically Mission Impossible Mummy. <laughs> there is nothing different from <laughs> yeah. any other film he's been in recently except there is now a mummy trying to kill him it would be funny if you took like kind of everyday films that were nothing to do with that and just had like replaced one of the characters with mummy <laughs> which no one ever really acknowledged so like the godfather Don Corleone is actually a mummy <laughs> just sits there and delivers perfectly still all the same same lines but just like out of context mummies is something I really want to see <laughs> like a mummy that's just like what yeah like why <laughs> why is that there like in a kind of gritty sort of like you know Walter White and Jesse Pinkman but Jesse Pinkman, Pinkman's actually a mummy <laughs> and he walks with stiff limbs because obviously you can't bend <laughs> yeah going Everything's muffled. Yeah. No, he talks normally. It's just muffled. Yeah, it's because yeah. of the. <laughs> Will you take that fucking paper off your face? <laughs> I can't hear a word. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I can't keep talking to you with that toilet paper wrapped around you. Okay, next this is topic. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, pilots. Um, in keeping with airports, normally rather bloody posh traps. And uh, they're the ones that get you there safely. Yeah, I don't know why people are, are like mad into learning how to fly. I've, have you ever had a desire to just learn how to fly a plane? Absolutely not. The whole thing just looks terrifying for a start. I I'm scared just generally being in the air, let alone being in control of are people's you? lives. Yeah, I, I'm not keen on flying. Taking off, landing, fine. It's the middle bit I don't like, especially with the turbulence. But then that what you got to think about the sky. Yeah, but the middle bit, it's like if you, the, the the taking off and the landing bit, those are the two bits that are the worst. If you, if something happens in the sky, you're dead, don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, but that's the point though, because the pilot, 
is very much uh, a determining factor of to how I feel during my flight. For instance, right. If I get a pilot that comes on and goes, uh, <clears throat> "Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is uh, Barnaby Maguire. I'll be your pilot today. We're going to be taking off in about ten minutes. We've got a short taxi and uh, some good weather conditions ahead of us. We'll be arriving in approximately the hour. Uh, flight time is about fifty-six minutes." And weather at the airport we're landing at is nice and clear. We'll get in contact with you uh, later on on our flight. And uh, we thank you again for flying with us. Goodbye. Now I hear that voice and I'm just like, oh, the posh twat is going to get me there. Yeah. I believe in him. If someone comes over like this... All right, everyone. Yeah, I've just sorted out the uh, engines now. We're going to be taking off about ten minutes. All right. So uh, when we get there, it's... Uh, well, I think if it's sunny, I'm pretty sure it's all right there. Um, yeah, I'll probably be taking off when I get the engines turned on. All right. Wouldn't instill a great amount of confidence if someone... No, and I think that hear things like, um, we're delaying um, takeoff momentarily because we just have to get some of the airport attendants to uh, de-ice the plane. You're thinking, hang on a minute, de-ice the plane? What about there? Loads <laughs> of wind- windscreen scrapers. Like, surely the plane should be de-iced enough. It's going to fly up in much colder temperatures. Uh, don't tell me if the plane needs de-icing. It, well, I've, I've had it where we were on one of the small, horrible biplane looking motherfuckers and the guys outside in the yellow jackets are looking at the thing and he come, and it came over and said uh, our flight uh, time is delayed slightly ladies and gentlemen because uh, we've got some technicians looking at one of the engines sorry what good why well, they're just looking they're just admiring <laughs> it yeah well, oh, that is a good engine that is a good engine <laughs> they're taking a photo that shoot that is good the they're getting there <laughs> I mean yeah, no no thank you so yeah pilots can go either way. Coins. Uh, an inconvenience now, really. Yeah. I mean, the whole monetary system is a waste of time. Although it is satisfying to take those coins to the little machine in Asda and add them all up. Get them out your piggy bank. Put them in the little metal tray in the Coinstar machine. Mm. It's a satisfying feeling and it to en- have. Ends uh, up being four pounds. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, I've definitely got about three hundred quid. My good. Like, you stood there for three hours putting it all in. <laughs> and you get a ticket for four pounds. Yeah, for fuck's sake. And they've took one pound fifty for the pleasure of telling you you've only got four pounds. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think the thing with coins is is I've never understood people who collect um, collect coins, not just sort of normal coins, but when you get kind of. Uh, Limited edition collectible oh, coins. Oh, look, the ones that come in a binder with an individual slot. To yeah, get the coin yeah, in. yeah, yeah. I've, I've only like ever had one of them. And I'm sure other people must have had it as well. It was a Ninja Turtles coin collection. Okay. And it came with like a. It was, it was more like a, a placard that you put the coins in. And you had like Krang, all of the turtles, Shredder. I can't remember what that was for. I don't know if it was from like it kind of feels a little bit like it was an official thing. You had to like buy magazines or something. I don't know. Okay. It's come back to me. It's all flooding. The in. only one I, I can remember there being one which a Princess Diana one. 
Oh. There was a Princess Diana everything. I remember there was those little models. Do you remember the, the little... Well, she died on my birthday. Oh, my God. Such I joy. had to go and buy my own birthday cake. Oh, Jesus. Because my mum was crying. I was like, you didn't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she looked lovely. Oh, but she did so good. She did, you know, she used to do so much good. Did she? Uh, next topic. <clears throat> Women in the army. <laughs> oh fuck it now. Um, they're an extremely useful part of the military. Next topic. Yeah, yeah. I'm annoyed that there has to be a distinction. It's like you're you're saving our lives. Like yeah. the end. The end. The end. It. Well, no. Take no. Sorry. If you're listening to this and you've got a problem with women in the army, fuck off. Uh, yeah, that that's true. And just in case you cut out then, I will repeat that. If you have a problem with women in the army, fuck off. <laughs> Next topic. Yeah, 100%. Uh, what's the last topic, Lee? It's donkeys. <gasps> donkeys. Um, possibly the best nickname for any animal, the mule. I'm mm. sorry, but I think that's wonderful. It's just wonderful wording. It sounds great rolling off the tongue. Bring me my mule. I love it. Yeah, donkeys are underrated. They're they're they're, they're laughed at for their hee hawing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they're also called an ass, which I think is unfair, because they can carry mm. a shitload of bricks, from what I've seen in those those adverts on telly. I mean, I I get annoyed in the sense that I wonder if the donkeys are really annoyed at their public perception. <laughs> because donkeys are always depicted as being kind of bumbly, sort of idiotic, the yeah. kind of joke. Slow. And it's like, well, hang on a minute, what have you done? How many bricks have you carried on your back? Exactly. How many kids have you trolled around with on Blackpool Pleasure Beach? Do you know what I mean? It's just... None of those things a donkey should be doing, by the way. Well, no, just let. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I knew a guy who adopted a couple of donkeys. Really? Yeah, and then th he was like, "Oh, yeah, they send you a letter once a month." I was like, "Oh, right." So he didn't actually have donkeys. He just <laughs> no, he didn't just rock up in the middle of Portsmouth <laughs> with two donkeys. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> this is this is how I'm. This is this is my life now. I'm this just I now. just decided to be the guy with the donkeys. I'm a donkey. Herder. You know what? It's funny actually because when I was growing up, I never wanted to be, you know. Oh, who's Ryan? Oh, he's the something guy. Like he's the right. briefcase guy. Oh, Ryan, he's the one that wears bowling shoes. Unironically. <laughs> oh, what Ryan? Yeah, he's the donkey guy. He's got two donkeys <laughs> for no reason. That would have been a thing that I wanted to be. If I had to pick one, I'd, I'd pick Donkey Guy. Why not? Yeah, he's the do well, because Donkey Guy would suggest something else. Then. Oh God, yes, of course it would. No, I don't want to be the Donkey. Guy. And if people want to refer to me as the Donkey Guy from now on, then that's absolutely fine. <laughs> it's untrue, but it's fine. <laughs> and on that know. note, listeners. Yes, I think that's quite enough of that. Episode three, Dan. Goodbye. Goodbye.